Welcome to the opportunity for a personal spiritual growth experience with the Sue Curran Podcast, a podcast all about leading you into understanding the ways and heart of God. Pastor Sue shares from her decades of experience as a founding pastor, author, teacher, and world missionary. The goal is that you receive practical spiritual insights that you can apply to your life at home, church, and place of business. And now, your host, Dr. Sue Curran. Welcome back to the Sue Curran Podcast. Today, you are going to hear the second part of my conversation with our special guest. Now, you don't want to miss the first part of our conversation. So if you haven't listened to it, please pause the episode and go back now. And now, part two of my conversation with our special guest. Well, I think in America right now, what we're talking about, you know, pioneers, people of faith, taking risks. I, I believe there's a new call out for in America, of course, all over, but America needs some real oh, firebrands yeah, yeah. and warriors Absolutely. and people to rise up right now. And uh, I mean, that's what we're also praying for in Germany, for a voice. One thing I noticed the American church has, they do have prophetic people with a voice. And yeah. that's what we really need in Germany. Uh, a lot of the church, they love God, they pray, but they're not up into really what God's saying, keys to release their nation right now. But mm -hmm. I believe America, you know, it's really in the, whoa, a war zone. <laughs> and um, that there is a call right now for people to come up, to pioneer new things, to really bust out of the, the boxes or the status quo. And really, and that's why places where you net, network with other anointed people, yeah. that increases your anointing. And, the, and when you connect with leaders, it, your authority, your anointing, and the glory can really increase. I remember Fuchsia Pickett, her, her vision about all the centers. The pipes, the pipes the connecting pipe, them. When they connect, God pulls the switch and the, the glory. I think we're still waiting for that. I, think I do God too. Still building these apostolic network centers, more apostolic, prophetic people, but it has to release the evangelists and release uh, a new wave of God. That's what America, I know there's people rising up, but it has to really move that, that we can turn, of course, America, which we love, even though we are Americans, but we're not there. But we are <laughs> really standing with America right now. And you because know, the whole world needs America to be free. Yes. And, and God, God seems to, well, let's say, for example, uh, he tapped Yang Yi Cho to, to lead a movement. Who was, who was praying at 5.30 in the morning, all the people in the churches, and getting up to a million people in one church? Nobody but Yang Yi Cho. Well, well, then everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. Yeah, right. And, you know, but he really got his inspiration and spiritual background from Oral Roberts. He talks about it in his books. He died. He died recently. Did you right. know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I've always thought I wanted him to live a long time because I thought it was so special. I think he lived to be about 83 you know, yeah. some, and I'm so sorry for that thing that happened to him. I, I understand it was mostly his son, but 
was a difficulty, but nothing can change. Oh, I'm just told that he, he would have been 85 if he hadn't died. Uh, okay. And, um, but Orientals live longer than Americans because Americans race, race their way to the grave, you know. <laughs> Orientals put their feet up every now and then. <laughs> anyway, uh, as, as I have seen this, if, if there are people who will give, who will give themselves, to, as you said, to being spokespersons uh, for the fresh thing that God wants to say. Exactly. And I think, I think it is time for us to hear uh, from new voices, fresh people. I was talking to Mark Sharona yesterday. You know, he's been used in the prophetic a lot. You're familiar with his ministry. He's been on uh, some of these Christian TV programs. Mm -hmm. A lot. Yeah. You know him? I, I don't know him personally. He was okay. a good friend of Harry Jackson's. So yes, that. he was. Yes, he was. And and uh, he was in, you know, he would have been friends with Charlotte Baker and all of those people. Um, Violet Kitely was, I think, his mentor. Oh. You know, he, he told me about how Violet Kitely he said, Violet Kitely was just lying in her bedroom, totally crippled. And Jesus walked into her room and started talking to her and raised her from that bed. Oh and said, he said, no wonder she's so inspired. You know, the saying about Violet Kitely is, we're not afraid she won't go to heaven. We're afraid she might pass it by. <laughs> <laughs> and we've had her at our church to minister. She's outrageously spiritual. She just really is. A, she, she's gone now to, yeah. they're all getting out of it here. That's yeah. why, that's that's why people yeah. like us. We've got to keep our fighting on. Yeah, we, we've got to get. Like we've, next generation. And yes. Generation. If we don't, if we don't uh, leave what we have. Right. Averna Tompkins said to me, you need to stop. You need to start unloading some of that stuff out of you, or you never will get out of here. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm not in a hurry to get out of here, <laughs> but I believe that God does call on us to unload before we go. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, it, it really is quite a job um, to keep to well i have to say this to hear from the holy spirit what's the best way to get the things out that you have in you right right and he, he puts different uh, emphasis i mean mark told me that he had so many teachings on the prophetic that uh, the people that work with him on that in his church uh, couldn't figure out how to package it to release it to the public. Well, I could see that being a problem. But when I had him on our podcast a while back, well, that stuff just rolled out of him. I felt like he just shared on the prophetic on a much higher level than other people have, you know, because, because he was um, birthed and trained in that by people of the 1948 revival. Oh, oh. I, I don't know if you're aware, Mike and Kay, but 
um, you know, a lot of things happened um, after Azusa Street. You know, then you had Smith Wigglesworth and people like that. But you didn't get a take hold movement until really 1948. Even uh, Oral Roberts came a little bit before that. But then it established the fivefold ministry truth. And, and the people who worked in that, like David Schock and Leonard Fox, and you knew a lot of these people. And they were um, at Chicago. We were at Chicago when they were there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, I, I was, I just learned so much from them. Oh, and then John Jimenez, you know, they, they were a part of that. You know, she was born again under T.L. Osborne's ministry. And so she, she really does know a lot of people. But, but we can't, we cannot let the truth stop at any point. We have to keep it moving like a river on, yeah. on through his people. And uh, I, I find that unless somebody goes after the truth and cherishes it, that's what will happen. That's yeah. what happened in the denominations the when they decided no about the full gospel. You see, they, they just lost track of where the flow of the river, right. uh, you know, God sent that to people. You know, Amy McPherson, uh, she would go to Methodist, even Episcopalian uh, churches and do healing meetings. Oh. For yeah, for a little while, and then they closed their doors. Oh. Suddenly, they just decided no. they didn't need that. Can you imagine? And uh, so, so you have to keep that truth alive, and uh, communicate to people why they need it. Boy, do we ever need the healing gift today? Oh, you can say that again. Yeah, well, that's what Mike and I are doing here in Germany still. We've, in the last years, gotten all of our messages out, all of uh, the courses, Romans, and just the truths God's given us. I did 70, 20-minute clips on the Song of Songs, the whole book of the Song of Songs. Wow. Uh, yes, we've, we've been able to, and then we're working with this ministry that's going to start an online kingdom campus in German. And we're, we're able to get a lot of our stuff onto that. So we're also trying to get the legacy, the anointings, the visions, everything we have from God to this next generation and release it into Germany in the German language that anyone who wants it when we're not here, because we're not going to be here forever. But uh, um, that's what we're doing, passing it to the next generation. Absolutely. And to be alive to take it, you know, and... And also being an example, I, I also feel that the good old paths, I always like to say I'm from the old school because mm-hmm. the new school of the younger people today is so different. It's like almost Christianity light, you know, they don't want to struggle. They don't want to nope. pay a price. And it's very um, sacrifice, uh, giving anything extra is not even in their mentality. I think these, all these old qualities, the fire, the price you pay to press in. We're trying to bring this to the young people, but they are looking for examples. I see a new hunger in the young people. What amazes me is when we were saved in the hippie, Jesus people, all the teachers at Christ for the Nations were 50, 60, 
and they were so on fire, but we never thought, oh, they're old. We love them. Yeah. Right. Know, just, we love them. We ate oh. every word they said, but I noticed uh, in these young people, you know, yeah. if you're not cool like the young people, they don't really want, want well, it. Not all. No, not all of them, but that's coming back. That's coming back. Well, that's that's the most encouraging part, is if we can inspire these. Inspire them exactly. Yeah, they 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 know what it is that they're after. And you know you know they, Olin Griffin said the Lord gave him a vision or a dream, that um, there were a lot of young people that were coming out of churches. And because they they wanted just what you said, easier road, all this kind of thing. But he said that he showed him that after a period of time, he saw them going back in the same churches they came out of, <laughs> which I think was symbolic of you will not find the truth by paying less for it. Yeah. You, you yeah. simply can't do that. And then. Yeah. Every uh, so many things have been uh, have been watered down, and uh, and I think that you know there's been enough time for young people to have a period of time to think they want to do less, and then find out that that's not the way to get there. But but it takes a period of time to do that. We've had some people. Sometime I'll leave our church then come back a few years later. And they don't say a whole lot. They just it just it, it's just kind of it's just kind of like, well, we did that, got that over with. Yeah. <laughs> but you you can't change the truth or the practice of it into your style. It, it just really is not going to work. Because actually it fits in every generation. It's, it's, it fits, it's the truth, yeah. it doesn't change, it doesn't, it's power, it's, you know, what everybody's looking for. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've been looking at a lot of the stuff uh, from the Jesus movement in the 70s, and that's where we got saved, but I've been looking back at a lot of that stuff and looking up different things, and I, you know, I realized I knew this, but I realized because I, I used to go every Sunday night to Calvary Chapel yeah. for Sunday school and it was packed out. It was a big circus tent, it was full. And then they had the sides open and everybody sitting around there and they came for Bible teaching. And Chuck Smith, who had all these young people around him he never tried to be cool. He, he, in fact, oh, he, was, he was totally uncool. He had like a short sleeve white shirt and a red tie and <laughs> I mean, bald and slightly chubby, but everybody loved him because he was integrity. He was, he the was truth. preaching the truth. He didn't compromise. With God's word, he was a, a solid rock, and people needed that, especially coming out of the hippie movement. We needed the truth, and we needed the, and we needed a high standard. And so, uh, that's what 
we need today too. We need the same standard of, of the word of God and the move of the Holy Spirit and you don't get anywhere in compromising any of these things. That's not what people need. It may be what they want, but it's not what they need. Well, that's true. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a cyclical in the sense that uh, people in churches keep going through cycles and, uh, and they get hungry for God and then they get tired of God. <laughs> Yeah. And then they go after the things of the world again. But, you know, you can't make him fit in your box. No. Yeah. no. But I think if you've really tasted the glory of God, tasted right. the revival, you don't get, you don't lose it. You're hungry forever. Because if you really have reality of the glory and, uh, and build that relationship with God, that's real. All you know is you want more. And there's more and you move yeah. in and the level glory to glory to glory. I really do pray for the American church, the American young people, that they really get back to God, to the glory, to, to be, to have a vision, to be a revivalist, a worshiper, a warrior, a witness, and really move into these things. It's, it's all there, but we have to step into it. We have to possess the land. We have to open up everything. It's, yeah. you know, I, I just pray that the fire is going to move in the churches, the young people, of course, all over the world. But I have to say one thing about the Germans, Germans are very sincere people and very authentic. They don't make big speeches or they don't put on a big show. They say what they think. But if they say yes, they do. The Germans then it are wholehearted. Yes. They give themselves to it. You can see it in the wars and everything. So if yes. they say yes to Christ, they do have a, a very deep, sincere devotion. And that's, I think, a benefit. There's not half as many German Christians as in America. The population compared, the percentage is very small. But the, the Christians are quite radical, the ones that are awake and alive and want more. <laughs> yeah. And we have a lot of unradical Christians in America. Yeah. We we have a, a lot of Christians that are very uninspired and uninspiring, mm -hmm. you know. And and you know, image is a is a big word. Uh, they think it matters. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, the clothes that you wear and exactly how you deliver your message it just gets so sickening sometimes when you see uh, people trying to imitate another person as if that's valuable but you know it's also a celebrity nation america oh, is for sure we're and german we, it's not <laughs> no it's not well it is um it's hard to it, even when people get into the things of the lord then they still want to be climbing the ladder and they like to become known you know, like for people to know them, but you know what the Lord's, the Lord's tampering with that. He's letting a number of mega church pastors just really fall, right, or be exposed. Yeah. And when when that happens, <clears throat> then people see it's not in getting a, a big name, as yeah. you said. It's it's frustrating to those of us like you and me that. Are, 
ordinary people uh, to think that you have to be able to turn triple flips and all that. Because I mean, after all, what we have is Jesus. We didn't, right. we didn't get all that other stuff with it. And it, it's just really frustrating. But like Mario Marillo says, it's not the big screen smoke, smoke machines and skinny jeans. It's the glory <laughs> of God. <laughs> That's like right. That. And, and a lot of people don't even have any idea what the glory of God is. I was just oh. thinking. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I just, uh, I had, I did a uh, <clears throat> podcast with Pastor Olin Griffin, and I was telling, uh, it was about worship, but I called, I called the podcast um, Discovering Real Worship, something to that effect, and um, what, what we talked about you know, it was about uh, somewhere in the late 70s, I guess, that Olin discovered worship. And uh, and then he became one of the main leaders of, of those that was teaching. Uh, you, do you know that a lot of people, because you see the signs on the churches everywhere, after some of us made the breakthrough about uh, 40 years ago, and let people know that there is worship, there is true worship. And then denominational churches and a lot of people started getting into it. And just a quick history here. And they got to where they liked it. And so <clears throat> even denominations and everything, their worship began to change. And sometimes it could be as noisy as anybody's. And, and they began to move this. But then after a while, worship began to mean how well you perform mm. and how well you can draw other people in to perform with you, which we know that's not what worship is about. So we've still got to discover worship again. Yeah. And so that's what that podcast was about. Um, we have to let the Holy Spirit show us again what worship really is. And, and you know, it, it got so, um, people became such performers and their faces were always on the screen. And then they got to dressing certain signature ways. And I'd say, I wonder what that means. Well, I wonder what that means. <laughs> if I'd say some of the things you, you know, it's just a, it's a thing that identifies them as cool, you know. Yeah. And and you do you think God's paying any attention to this? <laughs> and, and so if if we once again find out real worship is about him and what is so everything in a sense needs to be retaught and be experienced. And I just want to thank you, Mike and Kay, for <clears throat> taking your place on the wall and fighting in the battle and holding up the example and the standards for so long in a place where you can reach so many people. I think it's a wonderful opportunity you have there in Germany. I've seen it. Uh, I had never experienced Europe very much until I started uh, being with you. And um, 
nobody can take away from you that deposit that you've left in the earth. It has an eternal quality. And, and it's in Germany of all places. I just, yeah. I just thank God that, that somebody saw that need and, uh, and stepped up to the plate. Hey, well, you'll we, have to, I want yeah, you to come. I want to thank you yeah. and Shekinah because oh, yeah. that was yeah. a center. Yeah. Also that revival apostolic anointing took us to a whole nother dimension. And then totally. you came over and, yeah. you really, and then the others came over, really left our Bible school with such a presence, such a, a glory. Uh, hungry people that and the Germans then have gone out to other nations. We had a student that is such a key in Afghanistan. What he mm -hmm. has done, of course, we always say he's like a modern day Hudson Taylor, but you can't hear about him because it's all underground. Yeah. Students from Germany go all over, but Shekinah was always a place where we could go get something more, more of God and bring it back. Wonderful. With it. And so we really thank you. Yes, we and do. Uh, all the conferences you had and the, the network with the amazing speakers that we would have never heard. Charlotte yeah. Baker. Charlotte all of Baker. These. I mean, mm -hmm. we really thank you. And what God did in Shekinah yeah. was very special. And yeah. it touched the world. I'm glad, Kay, that that was our desire. It was to release what God had put in us and uh, let it be magnified and megasized by reproducing it through other people, through networking and these various things. And the beautiful thing is, we'll be together forever. I like that, don't Yay! you? <laughs> well, and maybe another time uh, we can uh, do another podcast, guys, on another subject or whatever you wish. But I really appreciate your accepting my invitation today. Thanks for we'll having me. We'll be much in prayer for you. And I want to ask you to please um, get some prayer going up for us at Shekinah. We'd really appreciate it. Okay, we will. Yeah. Love you both so much. You've been listening to the Sue Curran Podcast. Join us next time as Dr. Curran shares more insights through interviews and teachings geared to help you grow in your relationship with the true and living God and function in a more productive and powerful way.